Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello, my lovely listeners, and welcome to another episode of The Social Circus. I am your guest each and every week, Sarah Thompson, and today I am really excited to have on my show a special guest, Laura McRae. Welcome, Laura. Hi. I'm so excited to have you here. For those of you who haven't heard of Laura before, she is a podcast manager. And I am so thrilled to have her on here because I have so many of you as my clients or people in my academy asking me all the time about getting a podcast up and running. And I know that it's something that feels really daunting and overwhelming. So I'm so thrilled to have Laura on today so we can dive in and chat all things podcasts. So Laura, before we get started, I'm actually going to get you to introduce yourself and your business because um, I always think that you will describe it better than I will. So tell everyone a little bit about what you currently offer as a service so yeah I'm a podcast manager so I mainly help people launch their podcast because I know a lot of people find it overwhelming they don't know what to do and when so I know exactly what you need to do and I'll set up um, a list of timelines of what you need to do and when you need to do it I'll get you organized I have color-coded spreadsheets and I'll chase you up on what you need to do and yeah, we get your podcast launched on time. And yeah, so all you have to worry about is the recording side and making great content. And I look after all the tech stuff and the behind the scenes stuff. And I'm there to support you. Oh, thanks, Laura. That's a great intro. And I imagine that there's a whole bunch of my listeners right now that just did a big exhale and went, oh, there's someone that does all that. <laughs> because um, I was kind of aware that you could get people to help you with your podcast. I'm really lucky my husband does my podcast management because he works in the business. But if I didn't have him, I'm not sure what I would have done because running a podcast takes a lot of time and effort and it takes a lot of time and effort and all I do is record the episodes. <laughs> and it still takes up so much energy. So prior to you being in like podcast management services, you were actually a general VA, weren't you? Yes, yeah, so I was a VA and I had a client who needed help with her podcast. She was looking mm-hmm. for someone to edit it for her. And so, and I, she mentioned it to me, but I wasn't confident doing it. I didn't just want to start doing it without knowing all the ins and outs. So I did a podcast management course. Wow. And, and as I did that, I realized there was so much more to it than editing. There was all the show notes and setting up the hosting platform and all the other elements. And I, I knew I wanted to niche down my business, but I didn't know in what way. And I love podcasts and I listen to podcasts a lot. And I thought, well, this is where I need to go. So I niched down and that's where I started to be a podcast manager. And the rest, as I say, is history. So I love that you actually did a course on learning how to do it. That's so cool as well. So you're actually a properly qualified podcast manager now. Yeah, I actually ended up doing two courses because I'm a stickler for a course. So I've done two (laughs) podcast management courses. Yeah, I'm, I'm always keen to learn. Are we in online courses? Thank you, because it's people like you that buy our courses that make our businesses tick. So um, obviously it's something that you love and are really natural at. And I have to say, um, you are working with one of my beautiful clients at the moment, and she just thinks that you are a godsend because it is really overwhelming, isn't it, when we start a podcast? So when do people normally approach you to say, how do I get a podcast up and running? Um. I think a lot of people don't realise like just like there is even a hosting platform where 
so basically you put your podcast on the hosting platform and it goes to all the different players and people don't even know about that so they come to me like how do I get my podcast on Spotify and I said oh well you can all you need to do is set up on a hosting platform and then it goes to everywhere not just Spotify so then it starts with that really and then and then it goes from there and yeah people just don't know where to start and that's where you need to start is the host well mm. think about your direction of your podcast and everything but on the tech side yeah getting your hosting platform set up and I think even those um are quite daunting and I, I think a lot of people and this is something I'm really passionate about with my podcast is it's very consistent um I have an episode go out every and I think a lot of people think um I can do it all myself so I can record the episode I can you know edit it I can get the show notes done all of those things and actually um you'd that would be your business and that would all be you would be doing isn't it so um from from a outsourcing perspective um you help people launch your podcast but then obviously they can stay with you to ongoing management as well yeah so on an ongoing basis so obviously do the editing and then setting it doing the setting everything up on the hosting platform and I write the show notes the episode descriptions and social media audiograms and videos and the little um and captions to go with it so everything's there so they just need to record and yeah and I'll do the rest and then we'll meet to do strategy and talk about what so if they've got events coming up or promotions making sure that we plan episodes in advance so that that episode when you want to start promoting your you want to start selling something is based around that item or service that you want to promote so because otherwise you'll you might get in a muddle when you so you yes. basically just want to structure your episodes around what you want to promote at the time great so talking about that because that's really good so you're like a podcast manager actually does you're doing marketing strategy there aren't you because yeah. you're really helping align my content on my podcast with whatever it is I'm promoting in my business and this is something I've been really late to the party with like I didn't really catch on to it for quite a while I'm like oh come on Sarah I think you could do better like if you're doing launches and mine are always really well planned I haven't always aligned them with my podcast content and I'm much better at that now I have to say I'm still I still could work better um but from your client's perspective in terms of getting started um do you do you help and give advice on things like what kind of microphone what kind of video all of that kind of stuff is that something that you often help with yeah always and they do little test runs and I'll check that their mic set up properly and everything and make and give them guidelines on what I recommend the room setup is and obviously the mic and the headphones and all the gear and what um, software to use. Um, yeah, so I help them with all that too and help Brilliant. them feel comfortable when recording because sometimes like the first episode is really quite nerve-wracking and mm. once they get going, they seem to get in a rhythm. So I'm there to support them and feel <laughs> comfortable so they know everything's set up. Perfect. Oh, I love that. I know when I recorded my first podcast episode, I trashed it and then I recorded it again the next day because I was, even though I'm quite confident on camera, I was super nervous and you could hear it in my voice. And I was like, oh, come on, Sarah, you can do this. And so I recorded it like it was going out. And then after I'd done it, I was like, right, you've done it, Sarah. This is the second episode that's actually the first episode. Because <laughs> we do we do get those jitters and things, don't we? And I think that being having a podcast or being a guest on a podcast is great for your business. So from from your perspective, how do people actually, how do you, like I didn't know that that was a thing until a few months ago that you could outsource all of this. How do people generally find you and work with you? 
Um, I've generally found people through Instagram, actually, and just finding them, chatting to them. And yeah, like you say, a lot of people don't know it's a thing. And then and then obviously like groups like yours, um, networking groups, and I meet people. And that's how I found my business, really, mainly through networking groups. Oh, I love that. And there's still so much to be said for networking groups. Since we were just talking before we started recording and I said, oh, I'm trying out a different thing tonight. And I, I think that they have such benefit because obviously you get to meet potential clients, but you also get to actually leave your home and not be a sad, lonely person all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's good for our confidence and things, isn't it, to kind of get out and do these things. So Yeah, definitely. Excellent. So let's talk, if I'm thinking about launching a podcast, which I guess hopefully a lot of our listeners are, and I feel like they did have a massive boom during COVID because everyone launched a podcast. And I'd love to know what the stats are on how many of those still exist because I think obviously people had lots of free time and now they don't so um in terms of um getting up and running with a podcast do you need to have a good idea of who you want to serve what do you want to do or is that something that we could do in a strategy session with you to kind of map out why I think I need a podcast yeah it's something you can do in a strategy session but it's definitely something you should think about before you start your podcast you need to think about who your audience is think of you know all about this working in marketing think of like one specific person that you would want to be the listener of your podcast so Mm. niche it down as small as possible even give them a name and then that's the person you're talking to and niche it down really as much as you can and it may sound small but the smaller you go you're better because you're actually got a more targeted audience rather than going too broad oh I love that that's such a good tip and um in terms of um, naming your podcast because that is something that I know I um, I came across the idea of the social circus actually when I was on holidays and I was like that's such a ripper name for a podcast which is which is no, there's no strategy in that let's be honest um, if I'm trying to name my podcast what's some ideas and tips you could give on how do I how do I go about doing that even well always try and think of a keyword like an SEO word and even if you're not putting it in the main header um, you could even put it in the subtitle so it will mm-hmm. still come up but yeah always think of like an it so if someone was to type in marketing make mm-hmm. sure that it's marketing like yours is social because yours is all about being social um just as long as there's a keyword in so it's searchable for somebody yeah so mm-hmm. even if it's not in the main title in the subheading somewhere oh that's a good tip and in terms of names um I guess the fear is um, if someone else out there has another podcast that's the same name as mine, is that going to be an issue? I'd say yes. If I, When a client comes to me and they've got a name that they like, I'll have a look first and see if anybody else has got it. Um, and I always recommend not to go with someone with the same name because you never know. And also you've got to check that they haven't trademarked it for a start. Mm. Um, and they might, even if they haven't trademarked it now, they might end up trademarking it and then you've got that name too and they will ask you to change it but also there's a fact that if somebody else has got the same name as you and and that you don't want to get mixed up with them say their podcast is a load of rubbish you're gonna get people might think that that's you um yeah so it's best to just steer clear of it altogether think of something else that i would recommend Mm. even if their podcast doesn't released an episode for a year just don't don't go there that's don't go there so interesting and in terms of naming um what's your thoughts on do you think we should put our name in it so people attach it with us or what's oh that was it you shook your head straight away (laughs) 
no. <laughs> Unless you're like Gary V or someone massive, there's no point because you're your name is in the author section anyway. So if mm. someone was to type your name, they'd find you. So I think it's a just total waste of keywords. Just focus on what people would search for rather than your name. Because you, if they put their, your name in, they'll find you anyway. Just I'd steer clear of putting your name in the actual title. Personally. Oh, that's so interesting. I know that's something I um, went back and forward with and I thought, oh, I think mine's in my subtitle, if I'm honest, but I'm not 100% sure. I've just got with Sarah T. Um, and you always have the issue then, and this is something, this is why Gary V is Gary V, because Gary V in a chuck is really hard to spell. And I have the same issue with Thompson as no one can ever spell it correctly. So I just put Sarah T because I thought, well, that's, if people start searching for the wrong spelling, that's going to make it more confusing. So it is really, these things are really hard to do, aren't they? And kind of making these big decisions about your business and your podcast, you think, oh, it feels sometimes like like you're making very big decisions, but actually we can always change them, can't we? Yeah, at the end of the day, you can always change things on your podcast. You can change the title, you can change the artwork, you can change what you like. Nothing has to be permanent. So say if you found out someone did have the same podcast title as you, and they ask you to change it, um, you can just do it. It's simple as that. So mm. it's, it's not the end of the world. No, excellent. And um, when we are thinking about, because obviously I think a lot of people who are listening to this today are thinking about launching a podcast. Um, this is one of the things I get commented on all the time. And if I'm really honest, I did a lot of research on it, is the length of your podcast and how often you should do how often you should release a new episode. And uh, do you have different thoughts on that? Because I'd be interested to know what your thoughts are. Let's talk length of podcast, first of all. Okay, so length, again, you've got to go back to thinking about your ideal listener and think about their day. So if you've got, for example, a busy mum who's, she's got her own business, she's running her kids to school, she basically, her life is in 20-minute slots. So mm. I would recommend a podcast that fits in that 20 minutes if you mm. go over then she's probably only going to listen to 50 percent of it and that will make your downloads and your consumption rate low so just and if you've got an so but then if your ideal customer listener is a someone who listens to the podcast on a commute and they travel 45 minutes a, a day in the car perfect do 45 minutes but mm. that's what you've got to come down to what your customer is gonna or I should say listener wants mm. not about it's not about you it's about them at the end of yeah. the day and I actually before I launched my podcast I um put out to my list a little quick survey on survey monkey to ask them their thoughts and I actually then complimented using my polls stories on Instagram to ask people what their preferred length was and it was so unanimous, 20 to 25 minutes. So it's very rare that my episode will go over that because of the fact that I know that's what my audience really likes. And whilst I love, you know, sometimes I listen to Amy Porterfield and she does like an hour long episode. I know that if I'm getting into my car, I have to choose an episode really carefully based on how long it is because they're often too long and I get irritated. I like to listen to a whole episode. So I'm a bit fussy. So I, I would agree with you, like do your research on who your audience is and consider that because that's been a really interesting, I always get great feedback on the fact mine are short and um, anyone who knows me knows I could talk all day. So that's actually quite a challenge to have a short episode. Um, but in terms of frequency, there's a little bit of science behind how often you should launch a podcast episode, isn't there? Yeah, well, at the end of the day, um, podcasts take up a lot of energy. And if you want to start a podcast, but you know you haven't got the time or capacity to do it every week, 
then do it fortnightly just get started mm. or even monthly just to get a, get going but it is better to do it weekly just because you'll get more momentum people will get used to listening to you whereas if you do it monthly they won't know exactly what day you're releasing also yes. even if it's fortnightly people will get in a muddle they're like is it this tuesday or next tuesday the episode comes out mm. so weekly is best but then if you want to get if you just want to get started then just get started even if it's just monthly just to get mm. going and then build it up but i'd recommend you yeah, weekly is the best right yeah. And um, I've noticed that some of the big players are now dropping episodes more than once a week, which I know is for our, it's it's for our podcast rankings on Chartable and things, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Because obviously the more episodes you get, the more downloads you get. But yeah, entrepreneurs who are busy people generally don't have time to do two no, episodes a week. No, no. But yeah, <laughs> if you've got a whole team of people behind you, yeah, go for the two a week. But that is going to be tricky. I know yeah, you've and got capacity I guess also the interesting thing is when the threads app came out um in July 2023 um I think it was July or June um, I did two episodes that week it's the only time I've ever done two episodes in a week because I thought oh I can turn a podcast episode around really quickly this is really exciting I should share some information that week my podcast ranked number two in Australia for marketing so I was above Amy Porterfield I was pretty excited oh, wow. but it was just like it was just because I put out two episodes in a week and I was like oh is that what it takes to be a really high ranking is to put out but there's no way I could do that regularly um even with the team supporting me there's there's no way I have the bandwidth to do it. So I do envy those big players who literally probably someone writes their script and they just show up and do it. It must be lovely. <laughs> well, you could even just, if you had two a week and one of them a week is just a five minute quick one, that's a, a shorty to, to get your numbers up. But mm. yeah, again, it's, it's just more effort, but if you've got capacity, go for it. But yeah, two, two a week that would make a lot of difference. Yeah. Oh, I know. And um, for all of the listeners, um, the big platforms um, share their data with um, ranking platforms. So I use Chartable, which I think is the big one, and it can tell you how your podcast performs on different platforms like Apple and Spotify, but it also gives you summaries like, I want to see how mine ranks in business podcasts and marketing podcasts. And um, so it gives you all of that data. And um, sometimes it like you always look for the day that your podcast gets dropped because that's your best day. But like I said, when you have those extra episodes, I'm like, oh, I can't believe what a difference that made. I felt kind of sad I didn't have the bandwidth. <laughs> yeah, it's hard work. It definitely is. So um, if people are thinking of starting a podcast, um, I gather now I've spoken to you some more, it's really lovely to get to know you, Laura. Um, we can come and chat to you and have like a strategy call with you to kind of see if that's the right direction to get started, can't we? Yeah, definitely. You can um, organise a call with me and we can have a chat or we can meet on Instagram and have a chat. I'm here to help if anyone needs help launching their podcast. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, thank you. So for all of my listeners, if you'd like to connect with Laura, please go and check out my show notes. I will have a link to her socials and I'll also have a link to her website. But if you are looking to get started with a podcast um, and it feels really overwhelming, I would definitely recommend her services, whether you just need help with launching or whether you need ongoing support. Um, as I said, she's worked with a couple of my clients who think she walks on water. So I could have nothing but good things to say about you, Laura. So thank you so much for coming on today um, to be guess I know that you normally sit in the other seat where you're just doing all the tech so it's a bit different being up front isn't it it definitely is yeah <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for your time and thank you for sharing your wisdom and expertise today I'm really really grateful thank you thank you 
my pleasure. And for all of my listeners, thank you as always for listening to The Social Circus each and every week. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode and I'll catch you the same time next week on The Social Circus. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.